I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service. According to a report in the Texas Tribune newspaper, Texas Secretary of State Ruth Hughes is resigning because the Senate has not confirmed her nomination. Recently, Secretary of State Hughes visited the Rio Grande Valley for a tour of the Far International Bridge. During that visit, Hughes also met with the Rio Grande Valley Metropolitan Planning Organization. Secretary Hughes championed the United States-Mexico Border Transportation Master Plan during her tenure as Secretary of State. In a Rio Grande Guardian exclusive, this is one of her last media interviews before her resignation. Secretary Hughes spoke to Steve Taylor about the importance of the border transportation plan. Your first visit since the pandemic, your first visit outside of Austin, and you've chosen the valley. That means a lot to us. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. The RGV is such an important part of our state and the work that I've had the opportunity of doing with uh, the Border Trade Advisory Committee and working with TxDOT to complete the more recently voted on and completed Border Transportation Master Plan uh, is a reason that I'm happy to come out and start to discuss some of the results of that plan and uh, our plans going forward. And many of the members of BTAC, 10 of them actually from the RGV area. We know the importance of this region and the importance of their contributions to our state's economy. So it's my pleasure to be here. And uh, you mentioned the advisory committee. As part of your role as Secretary of State, you're the chairperson of that advisory committee. How important is that committee to you, to the state of Texas, and how much of a role did that committee play in the master plan? So the committee worked closely with our friends and partners at TxDOT to put together the Border Transportation Master Plan. BTAC, as we call it, uh, that is actually a group made up of stakeholders across our all of our border communities in Texas. So as you know, we share 1,254 miles of border, and uh, the BTAC members are all stakeholders from those communities, from the MPOs, local mayors, officials, uh, business community leaders, and so so that's why we're particularly proud of the plan, because it was made with input from all of those leaders, and as well as taking input from our counterparts and the governors of the four states in Mexico that we share a border with, as well as the federal government in Mexico. As I mentioned in there, one of the... Um, bright spots of the pandemic, if you will, is that uh, we were able to incorporate more participation from our friends in Mexico when we shifted to WebEx meetings. And so the plan really reflects input from everyone who's directly uh, impacted by the results of it and by the infrastructure priorities identified in the plan. Uh, you mentioned in your remarks today Caroline Mays from TxDOT, who is the director uh, coordinating the plan. We were lucky enough to interview her the other day, and she said there was potentially two immediate wins, victories, coming out of that plan. One was to ensure um, the border bridge wait times are more thoroughly uh, documented at all the ports, all the border crossing points, not just the four or five that where they're currently in place but secondly the one that interested me the most is she mentioned that listening to the stakeholders as the plan was developed that there's tremendous interest in 
in the valley and the Rado to have better connectivity between the Rado and the valley. Uh, we don't have an interstate connecting the two regions. She remarked that there's a lot of truck movement uh, along that corridor. Have you um, read the plan in, in sufficient detail to know how uh, popular that idea is um, uh, in this part in South Texas? And uh, do you, is there anything you can do to help you know, improve that connectivity? I think that I would echo Caroline's remarks with respect to that. There's a tremendous interest from our stakeholders. There's a need. We know that we need to look at ways to improve connectivity and to create more efficiencies, as you've heard today. Uh, the passage of USMCA and the continued growth of our state is only going to make uh, these issues all the more important that we address how we handle cross-waiting times um, and how we really more efficiently move goods, services, and people across our borders. So. Any uh, plans such as the ones you're mentioning or connecting Laredo is, is going to be beneficial and something that we will all look to identify where we can look for ways to improve. Um, as you may have heard today, you know, the tremendous impact by 2050 if we were to implement even the 174 projects that are specific to across uh, borders, that's going to really have a, a large financial impact of uh, $33.5 billion dollars as in GDP, as well as create one and a half million jobs and $20.6 billion in labor income annually to the U.S. and Mexico economies by 2050. So uh, we recognize the importance of the plan and of implementing these projects, and we're looking forward to pursuing them. And maybe one last question about the plan. Also, it, shows, it says in there that you've made projections, or at least TxDOT's made projections, that by 2050, we're going to have triple the amount of truck movements uh, at the moment, 4 million trucks, and that's going to be 12. Um, your thoughts well, on what that means for us as a state and how we have to invest in infrastructure? Absolutely. So exactly for those reasons, we know that we have a tremendous opportunity to take action now to be ready for the growth that we know is coming. And so it's, uh, we're very excited about the opportunity, but we also recognize the challenges. And that's why I'm so proud of the TxDOT commissioners for their support of this plan um, and all of our BTEC members for their commitment, even during a pandemic, to make sure that we work to get this plan done and that we now start to work towards implementation so that that we don't have um, the delays and the extra cost that we know we will have if we don't take action now. We're very excited about what 2050 could look like um, if we implement the plan, and that's where we want to put our focus. Secretary, is there, are there any other remarks you'd like to make? Just grateful to be here. I appreciate this time with you and with the MPO and all the leadership here. I'm very grateful for uh, the interest and uh, the commitment to making sure that we keep Texas the number one state for business in the country. Thank you. Thank you so much for today's interview. Thank you. Secretary Hughes tendered her official resignation to Governor Greg Abbott effective May 31st, 2021. I'm Mario Munoz reporting for the Rio Grande Guardian International News Service.